Lord, shall keep us and preserve us. Save me, O Lord, for the godly man has failed. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Let us be attentive. In the beginning, you, O Lord, didst found the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They will perish, but thou remainest. They will all grow old like a garment. Like a mantle, thou wilt roll them up, and they will be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years will never end. But to what angel has he ever said, Sit at my right hand till I make thy enemies a stool for thy feet? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to serve for the sake of those who are to obtain salvation? Therefore we must pay closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For if the message declared by angels was valid, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard Him. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise. Let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, Lord. Glory to you. At that time, Jesus entered Capernaum. And it was reported that he was at home, and many were gathered together, so that there was no longer room for them, not even about the door. And he was preaching the word to them, and they came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and when they had made an opening, they let down the pallet on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, My son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak thus? It is a blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question thus in your heart? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise, take up your pallet, and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, take up your pallet, and go home. 
And he rose and immediately took up the pallet and went out before them all, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Two men were discussing the Christian faith one day, and one said to the other, I don't believe in Christianity. It's nothing but a crutch. To which the other responded, I need a crutch. I'm a cripple. And perhaps we cannot make much progress in the spiritual life or in the imitation of Christ without first recognizing that we're crippled. And in that sense, the paralytic from our gospel message today is a wonderful icon of the Christian believer. When we look at him, we see a man paralyzed. Today, he would certainly need a neurologist. But he and all the rest of us need a different sort of physician and a different sort of healing. The gospel message today is crystal clear. True healing is the remission of sins, the forgiveness by God of our fallen nature. Now, compared to that, the physical healing is easier. Now, from a worldly perspective, we would say, well, what's as easier? To say your sins are forgiven or to heal the paralytic? Well, from a human perspective, it's easier to say your sins are forgiven. Anybody can say that. But when your sins are forgiven, are pronounced by God, that is far more awesome, far more important, far more eternal than any physical healing a physician can perform. Because our true 
sickness, our true paralysis is that of sin. And all the attendant circumstances by which we cannot move freely in this world. We're paralyzed by what? Regret for the past, fear of the future, struggles for today. Now, among these struggles would include physical illness. But there we have to be careful because there is not a one-to-one relationship between sin and physical illness. And there again, the scriptures are clear. In the Gospel of John, when Jesus said about the man born blind, this is not a circumstance by which we can blame either the parents or the child, but rather this happened so that the glory of God could be made manifest. So the physical illness is rather a sign of the fall, and Jesus' healing of physical illness the sign of the kingdom. It's a sign. It's a sign that he has come to go beyond any physical change to heal us of our sins. And we have to remember this because, as I said before, we are crippled. And we have to welcome true healing from Jesus Christ, which is why I would like to tell a brief story from one of the many films about the life of Jesus. It relates a tale not found in the scriptures, but has the mind of the scriptures. Jesus and his disciples are passing through a village. And there they discover a young and beautiful woman lying on a pallet as the paralytic because she too is paralyzed. She can't walk. She can't function fully. So all her beauty and all her youth are overshadowed by her infirmity. She's very bitter about that. She's angry. Why has this happened to me? Familiar question, isn't it? Why am I stuck without a job? Why am I stuck with children with drug problems? Why am I stuck in a difficult marriage? Why am I stuck with this annoying limitation, whatever it may be? Why is this happening to me? 
In the case of this woman, she, I'm young, but I can't marry. I can't bear children. I can't go on with my life because of this darn infirmity, this crippling paralysis. So one in the crowd said, well, here comes Jesus. He performs miracles of healing. Ask him to heal you. And so he does, and he touches her, and he moves on. Some years later, one of the disciples is passing through the same village, and he sees the woman, but the woman's still on her pallet. She's still paralyzed. Nothing has changed for her physically since Jesus touched her. So someone in the crowd confronts the disciple, you see, you see, your, your Jesus came by and touched this woman and nothing happened. But then the disciple looked at the woman. Instead of a frown of bitterness, she had a radiant smile about her. And the disciple saw that, and he heard the woman turn to the man in the crowd and say, oh yes, he healed me. Healing is not a change in our circumstances so much as is a change in our spirit. That is the true healing of Jesus Christ to which Mark this day points us in his gospel. The availability to each and every one of us, not of a change in circumstance, but a change in spirit. And may he who came among us in compassion to pity us and to heal us of our spiritual infirmity, Christ our true God, have mercy on us, heal us, and save us. Amen. Please rise.